Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dakota Fundraising News Podcast. It is Friday, March 1st. We had a leap year this year. Very exciting stuff. You know, we should get some guests on here at some point. I saw, you know, obviously we've had a great group of guests come into the Dakota Rainmaker podcast from, you know, PIMCO, Harbor Vest. We recently recorded with T. Rowe Price. Uh, we just had the Drexel Endowment come and speak on the Dakota Live podcast. So it feels like of the Dakota podcast, we're the only one without a guest. What do you think? Yeah, it's a great idea. I think we've teased the idea in the past before. If anyone's listening and has any suggestions on how we can improve this podcast, you know, any guests you, go, you guys might want to see, you know, definitely let us know and we'll look into it. Yeah, that's what the compounded friends just had on Eli Manning. I don't know if he's in our, our realm, but that would be pretty fun. I think he has some sort of a private equity situation going on. But let's get back to the regularly scheduled programming and then we can send everyone on their way for the weekend. So we wanted to start, as always, with job changes. You know, it was a pretty slow week as far as job changes are concerned, to be honest. So I'm going to call out actually just some promotions that are pretty relevant. So the Ontario Pension has promoted effectively their entire private equity team. It looks like seven promotions on the private equity team. A couple that I'll call out in the senior leadership side, Derek Ang, Kathy Liu, and Anish Shah all have been promoted at Ontario on the private equity side for all of them. So again, just showing you know how they continue to build from within and continue to double down on their focus to you know non-liquid alternatives. But with that said, I guess I'll pass it over to Conch and we'll talk through the RAA changes and then we'll wrap it up with institutional. Yeah, thanks, Pat. It's awesome to see the folks over at Ontario Municipal getting promoted. But jumping into some RAA activity recently here, we saw an RAA spin out from LPL. So Seth Marshall, he's launching Endeavor Wealth Strategies and transitioned to LPL through in alignment with Exemplar Financial Network. They were previously over at PNC Private Bank Trust, managing around $515 million and operated out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Next up here, uh, we did see a $320 million Merrill team join Ameriprise. So the team out in Tacoma, Washington, operating as Guthrie Rauner Group, consisting of Jim Guthrie and Stephen Rauner. Steve has been with Merrill since 2014. So yeah, both those joining Ameriprise, some great news there. Moving into our institutional coverage though, Pat, I think we're going to touch on a couple different searches, two of them in global equity. So I'll let you speak on that. Yeah, you know, I say it every week. And I get more and more excited about these searches. It's just such a, a look into the market, see where folks are allocating, where people are spending time. We'll start, you know, Santa Barbara 2024 strategic pacing plan for private equity, real return and real estate. So for private equity, looking to make 55 million to 75 million in commitments, focused on core, focused on existing managers. They are going to be evaluating new managers too. You know, they're looking really across the board as far as geographies, North America, considering even adding to their European exposure. On the real estate side, they're going to be looking for, you know, another 55 to 70 million in commitments, going to be to five to seven closed end funds, non-core 10 to 15 million allocations. They typically have targeted open end funds, largely real estate equity in the U.S. within, again, that core, core plus range. Then on the real return, all right, so again, 55 to 70 million in commitments. They have a significant pipeline of re-ups they may go to here, but they are going to be looking to make commitments of, you know, 10 million to multiple managers. And then, yeah, they're looking for, obviously, curve mitigating strategies, as you would with a, a real return. Global equity, right? Always nice to see the equity market still in action. So Norwood Retirement is seeking a global equity RFP through Makita, looking to allocate 25 to $30 million. Proposals are due March 15th. And then Plymouth County, actually, as well, global equity manager. They're looking for a 20 to $40 million mandate. Proposal also due March 15th. Ironically, they're also using Makita. So just another trend we're seeing there. Awesome. Yeah, great to see the 
some activity in global equities staying on that trend we did see university of houston endowment they just recently approved a 50 million dollar investment into the jenison global equity opportunities fund so interesting to note the equities activity there a couple other new investments we'll take note of here from the institutional side santa barbara county employees i know we just mentioned their 2024 private markets commitment plans they also disclosed four private market investments that i'll name off here so 10 million to lone star real estate fund seven another 10 million to the tiverton agri-finance fund that's a real asset strategy 10 million to the high-tech vision new energy fund another real asset strategy and then lastly here 10 million to the platinum equities small cap fund to private equity strategy there additionally the montana board of investment they're going to be investing 100 million to private equity they just disclosed these in their recent february board meeting materials so 40 million euros approximately 50 million going to be allocated to the apiary capital partners fund too apiary is a UK-based private equity firm investing in business, financial, technology, education, and healthcare service sectors. In addition to that, they're going to be investing $60 million to the Blue Sage Capital Fund 4. Blue Sage is based out in Austin, Texas, focusing on lower middle market buyouts. Pat, I'll let you close this out. Yeah, I wanted to close it out. You know, at the open of the call, I mentioned some of our other podcasts here on the Dakota Network, Dakota Rainmaker podcast feed, and then the Dakota Live podcast. You know, last week or earlier this week, actually, we had on Catherine Ulolas from the Drexel University Endowment, Chief Investment Officer over there. You know, over the past 12 years, Drexel Endowment has seen substantial growth from 400 million to over a billion. They're allocating a ton to private markets in the future. A couple of key takeaways from that, and again, you can find that on Spotify and Apple as well is that they're going to continue to double down on their private markets exposure. It is the goal for it to be the largest part of their portfolio and you know, continuing the trend towards that. They're actually looking to make a hire. If we have anyone listening, they're looking to hire a new director of private markets with you know, 10 to 15 years of experience. And then again, they're actually starting to look at real assets, particularly infrastructure and timber. I think in one of our first episodes, we actually spoke about timber. So interesting to see that still in favor and still of interest. And then, yeah, I did just want to call out the Dakota Rainmaker podcast. So we share the feed with them. You know, recently we've had on Paul Heathwood from Boston Partners talking about how to win in a competitive landscape from a sales perspective. We had on Pete LaMassa, really a leadership discussion with Pete. Leading by example is really his ethos. And then we had on Greg Stum, strategies for market wins. So how to you know navigate the market and still stay true to your sales process. In the past, we've had on, you know, our own president, Dandy Domenico. We've had artisan partners, Chris Krein, Matt Wilkos from Eaton Vance, a lot more. So check those out if you haven't yet with our founder and CEO, Guy Costin. I think that's going to wrap it up for us, though. Next week, we'll be in New York on the 6th for our happy hour. We hope to see a lot of you there at the Lynx Club and then on the 7th in Boston at Tuscan Kitchen. Other than that, happy Friday, everyone. I hope everyone has a great weekend. I hope everyone enjoyed the leap year month of February, and we will talk soon. This episode is brought to you by Dakota Marketplace. Are you tired of constantly jumping between multiple databases and channels to find the right investment opportunities? Introducing Dakota Marketplace, the comprehensive institutional and intermediate database built by fundraisers for fundraisers. With Dakota Marketplace, you'll have access to all channels and asset classes in one place, saving you time and streamlining your fundraising process. Say goodbye to the frustration of searching through multiple databases, websites, form ADVs, and say hello to a seamless and efficient fundraising experience. Sign up now and see the difference Dakota Marketplace can make for you. Visit dakota.com forward slash Dakota hyphen marketplace today.